a brand new episode of Sequel Rights, the podcast where we take a look at the franchises that make you go, they made how many of those? And we give each and every sequel a fair trial. My name is Justin Camps, and I'm here with... Elizabeth Helley. And... Tyler Hymanson. And who oh boy, we have a crazy <laughs> one for you guys this week. We are into Basket Case 2. No subtitle. No subtitle. Just the number. That's it. This movie speaks for itself. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, we're still in the midst of Halloween times here, so we got another spooky, gory horror movie <laughs> for you guys. That's right. We've assembled as a group of unique individuals to talk about Basket <laughs> Case 2. <laughs> yes. Uh, written and directed by Frank Henenlotter, uh, same as the first one, and uh, this one came out in uh, 1990. Eight years after, right? Yeah. The other one was 82, I believe, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I can't wait for you guys to uh, <laughs> see this trailer. Well, they're born Siamese twins. It's been a while. They get cut apart, kill some doctors. But now, <gasps> they're back. So where are they? We're friends. We can help you. Your favorite twins have returned. Now I understand you feel comfortable sleeping in a basket. They found some new friends. There are others here like you. Others who have been hurt and need to be hidden and sheltered. And they're up to no good again. Empty, you're empty. (laughs) I understand your pain, but ripping the faces of people may not be in your best interest. Oh my God. There's so many of them. <laughs> <laughs> There's freaks everywhere. <laughs> but even though it's been eight years in real life, in the movie, it's been no years. <laughs> yeah. So we were all really curious about how they're going to continue this. The first one pretty much told a complete story. They died at the end. Yep. Game over. But the movie does the classic movie thing of, hey, Here's expo- here's what happened in the first movie. Yep. As a news report. <laughs> <laughs> this one I didn't mind as much because it wasn't like showing the entire freaking right. first movie. Yeah, it, it just was just like after. the end. And I liked that Casey made a little cameo in the yeah. news report. Yeah, like that was being cool. like Dwayne was a nice guy. Oh, it's so sad. Like <laughs> And she was like actress. she was like, It was his brother. Can you believe that shit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so yeah, this movie t- Picks up right where the last one left off. Yeah. Uh, so they're rushed to the hospital. Yeah. And they are alive. I love the... Uh, <laughs> you were talking about the news report. There's a scene where we meet these two new characters, and they're, like, watching the news. <laughs> but for some reason, they keep, like, flipping the channel. And each channel tells, like, the next part in the story. <laughs> right. I was like, I want the magic TV that goes... <laughs> the exposition That tells TV. me the entire yeah. story of what I'm watching. <laughs> I thought that was great. Yeah. So we see them in the hospital, and uh, we get to see Belial for the first time in this movie, and he looks completely different. <laughs> they, have, they have upped their game in this movie. I yeah. disagree. As... I felt like he what? looked worse. I oh did not God, like I it. Oh, my God. I thought it was so much more awesome. I liked it way better in the first movie. That one was just a puppet. This one's like animatronic yeah. robot. And sometimes it, it has a face. Yeah, well, that yeah, that's for one scene. Yeah. But yeah, um, his arms are like... 
off. Well, like his, this one's an actual askew. puppet. His his proportions changed, yeah, drastically. Yeah, so like I guess in the fall, one arm like went to the top this, of his body, <laughs> and one yeah. arm went to the bottom. This movie has two things. They want you to believe that, and they even show footage of him in, from the first movie. Yeah, where you can tell like, wow, he does not look the same at all. And also, Dwayne has aged eight years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, this and I guess they. And we don't we don't get to it a little bit later on, but I guess they cut his hair. At yeah, the hospital. M- mullets aren't cool anymore, guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> In, well, since maybe yesterday. he had some brain damage, so they had to shave it off to get well, to, maybe, to maybe. get to his head. Or I don't even think he was in there for that long. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but uh, I I liked the new Belial because uh, it was like clearly like all way more articulated than the last one. It's not like it was. just a guy with his hands in a puppet or something. This was I guess, one but for like some reason, like the whatever control. material was made out of, like looked more fake to me, yeah. like like less like an actual blob of skin and more like. You know, fabricated. Yeah. yeah, like, I don't know. I guess. But no, yeah, now with more points of articulation. Like, yes, this is yes, the better Belial yeah. action figure. His eyes still glow. Fair enough. They do. Um, and now he has, like, Spider Man like capabilities where he can cling to the wall. <laughs> he was on the wall in the first movie, too. Yeah, so. he was. Like, clinging like yeah, that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I guess so. Yeah. When, when Needleman comes in, he's, like, on the wall. Yeah. That's the first time you ever see him, he's like that. Yeah, that's true. Wall. My bad, my bad. <laughs> But, uh, but uh, yeah, it's part of Sony's Spider Verse. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, he kills some nurse, you know, just to get things started. Yeah, kills the kills the cop, kills the nurse. I love the I love the scene of like. Um, there's this reporter trying to get in to mm. talk to Dwayne and like in the background, you see him sneaking around and like yeah. <laughs> getting out of the hospital. He's walking around even though his legs in a full cast yeah. from his upper thigh. Yeah. It's like, I don't care how sturdy that cast is. That would be a horrible pain. Like you could not walk around yeah. like that. Like I recently sprained my ankle and I was like, you know, yeah. completely Although, unable to I walk. I think what's happening in that scene is that Belial's controlling him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, I think so, too. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I didn't get that. Okay. Well, because, um, so we had previously been introduced to these new characters, uh, Granny Ruth and Susan. And they're like, they seem like they're aware of him, you know, some, for some right. reason. They're like, we have to go. Uh, and just as uh, Dwayne and Belial are escaping, they pull up in a van, and she's like, "Dwayne, like, come with us. You're he- we can help you." And he just keeps walking, like, and then she, yeah. and then she says, "Belial," and then he stops. Yeah, and that's what makes me think like that. Yeah, Belial had, had taken over face. him. Yeah, it's like uh, that. I thought that they were just like, "Holy shit! How does she know Belial's name?" Because nobody knew. Yeah, other I, than I, know, I think I think that Belial woke up and was moving, like moving his. Uh, I think so too, because like like when Belial kills the cop the first time, Dwayne is just standing in the background. True. That's like, true. Like it's I just figured that like they were like, screw you, we don't care who you are. But then when she said Belial, they were like, wait, how do you know that name? And then she's like, I knew your aunt. And they were like, oh, how do you know we had an aunt? And yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they go with her. There was a brief aside when this reporter's trying to get into the hospital to talk to them, and she's trying to bribe somebody. And this like, was so funny. And, and the, security, the security guard like takes it. Looks like he's going to take it, and then goes on like a two minute soliloquy about, yeah. <laughs> about why he's not going to take a bribe. And it's like, but it's, it's like I'm going to take it. I'm going to be angry about this it. This is going to make things worse <laughs> between us. <laughs> yeah. I love the and he's not a great actor, yeah. but like he's he's trying so hard about it. It's hilarious. It's like I love the way that like characters talk in these movies. Like they keep going on these long rants. Like there's another scene where they're interacting with like this shopkeeper or right. something. Like later in the movie where it's the same kind of thing. Um, it's just like a weird. Yeah, it's just like they're not super trained actors or something. Yeah, so they I think have that's this, what it is. They have this weird like staggered delivery. It's yeah. kind of funny. I like so, it. So uh, Dwayne and Belial wake up at the house of Granny Ruth, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and. Uh, 
they're just like, okay, yeah, whatever, Dwayne. And then they, they're they all like, yeah, Belial. And they go find him in the creepy doll room. <laughs> they put that, him was, in, that was an awesome scene. They've put him in the nursery, basically. So we've got, yeah, we've got like Annie Ross playing Granny Ruth. Yeah. and She's like, great. She knows what movie she's in. She's hilarious. Yeah. She's, uh, she, she's walking back and forth like in this room and you keep thinking like Belial's going to show up in this basket or yeah. show up in this bag, uh, this box full of dolls or something. And just the way it's shot, you're like, where is he going to be? Uh-huh. And then it turns out he was on the rocking horse. <laughs> I was crossing my fingers the whole time for an E.T. like situation yeah, where he was in the like, stuffed animals. I was like, yeah, please be what, in the dolls. Please be in the stuffed happen. animals. And he wasn't. I was so sad. It, the scene is played interesting because she's she's talking to him First, like, yeah, this movie has uh, wildly inconsistent in terms of what the characters want and what they need. <laughs> um, uh, so you kind of get the impression that Granny Ruth, like, early on is going to use them in some way. You kind of don't want her motivations are. Mm-hmm. And so this scene is being played at, like, she knows that she's in danger just being in the room with him. Yeah. And so she's playing it like she's like, I'm your friend. Like, she's trying to play it. But she's also, like, aggressively looking for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which makes it seem like that she's not someone to be fucked with. She's like, definitely not scared. I don't think she's She's not scared, but, she, but she, she respects that, that, that he could choose to kill her, I guess. Yeah. yeah. And, it, like, it's an interesting... It's it's a well done scene. Yeah, he's and this is like the first person ever, other than yeah. Dwayne, that we've seen actually like speak to Belial and earn his trust. Yeah, like he's a normal person. Yeah, you know, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. So he comes out, and then uh, she takes him up to the attic to sure. to meet all the other children in the house. Uh huh. <laughs> yep. And this is where the movie is like, what is going on? So you're like, this is not going to be like the first one. This, this <laughs> you realize. Insane. So she goes up and she's like, children, we have a new uh, visitor. Yeah. Uh, and they all come out and it's like all these people in these crazy prosthetic Prosthetics. masks. Yeah. And I was like, this is insane. One guy looks like a mouse. One guy's got <laughs> yeah. like 27 I have the, I have the roster yeah, whenever you want to go over it. Okay. Do it. Do so it. we've got... Worm man who has worms coming out of the side of his face. Gross. Yeah. We have mouse face who kind of looks like one of those uh, goblins from Harry Potter, even uh-huh. though he's a mouse. Uh, we've got huge Arthur, who's the guy that looks like a manatee. Yeah. Kind of. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we have half moon. Who's the guy that is a half moon. Yep. He looks, <laughs> he looks like, he looks like Matt tonight. If his face was made from a dick, <laughs> like, that, like that's what he looks like. He's going to sell you a McRib. Yeah. Definitely <laughs> looks like the McRib guy. Uh, we have Pearl, who was like the hammerhead long neck girl. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, we have Leon, uh, who's got two like just tumors, tumors all over the side of his face. I don't know what the yeah. deal is with him. Uh, Frog Boy. Yep. Yes, he shows up in a funny way later on. The, the funniest thing about Frog Boy is I watch this movie with subtitles, and it's just like frog croaking, like in the background <laughs> of like most things. And I have a child star checking for Frog Boy. We can do it <gasps> later, though. Um, we have Elise, who's like the weird pillar column head girl right. with the black eye skin uh, uh-huh. oh. we got toothy who is long in the tooth literally that one looks insane yeah, yeah. he's got um, this it looks like almost like a bent piano it keyboard. looks it looks like if you if you know uh the pavement uh, album cover of slanted and enchanted mm. i think that's the album cover i'm thinking of but it's like it's like a bunch of crazy piano like keys like all splayed out like that's that's what it looks like yeah it's yeah really it's like crazy. if hooters piano from captain eo was your mouth Basically, mm-hmm. that's a reference just for me. Uh, and then uh, Brainiac, who's the guy with like the little tiny sunglasses and he's in a wheelchair later. Uh, <laughs> Platehead, who has a big old metal plate in his head. Uh-huh. 
the man with 27 noses. <laughs> That's yep. his name. Yep. And we've got Frederick the Pinhead, which is the tall guy in the purple jacket. Yep. And then we have Lorenzo, who is basically Lorenzo? only seen in the basement. And he's like, he what would you call him? He's just yeah. like a giant mouth. Yeah, he kind of looks like Muck from Pokemon or like Jabba the Hutt's <laughs> just his head, maybe. Yeah, yeah like not even it's his just body. like a mouth as a body, yeah. like a long yeah. banana mouth. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess he was in a circus and Grandma Ruth purchased him, uh, but he has the one of the most beautiful voices she's ever heard. And he like breaks into a stanza of opera. Yeah, he's like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and you're like, what? and everyone's like, ah. and, and, and that's when this movie like takes a hard left turn. Is when that when that big mouth started singing, it's like, okay, yeah. And finally, we're in uncharted waters. This here. is happening. All right, all right. Finally, we do the stereotypical. We're gonna make this new kid feel less nervous by giving him a task, and she wants him to help. Eve, who is similar to Belial, but we don't see her because she's all covered up in a blanket. I just see eyes. Yeah, and she's like, oh, you guys, I was hoping that you could help her feel more comfortable here. You know, like... (laughs) And I was like, ooh, bride of basket case. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's the roster of, uh, they call them unique individuals. Not Mm -hmm. mutants, and this is not Professor Xavier's school. (laughs) Although everyone else calls them freaks, and they call her Dr. Freak. Even the filmmakers called them the freaks. Yeah. yeah, when they're they're like they're like they all had freak wranglers. It's funny. One of the uh, there's only like two special features on the uh-huh. Blu-ray, and one of them is an interview with the guy who played the Half Moon. Yeah, <laughs> for some reason. And what's he was like? Yeah, it sucked. Yeah, basically they yeah. Were, they were saying like you know they just put on these like foam prosthetic things and they were so hot. So like yeah. each person like anytime there was a break between takes. Um, each of the freaks had their own like freak wrangler who would come up with a fan and try to put it in their mouth so they could like oh, get some air. And apparently too, they weren't like allowed to say any lines because then they would have to get it. Pay them differently. Right. Yeah. yeah. So they could only kind of go like, <laughs> they couldn't like and barely they all do. Anything. And then there's, there's the, the, the most horrifying scene in this movie it comes later, but I want to get it because we're talking about the yeah. freaks. Uh-huh. And like, it kind of gets into like the nerdy, like when you start talking about like, Oh, if somebody had like a half moon face or what happened? Like, how would they eat? And they decided <laughs> that they were going to answer that for all of these crazy characters because there's like a five minute sequence Did where they it's just answer it though. No, they didn't. <laughs> no, it's just a bunch of people put sticking whole corn cobs in their mouth. Like that dude's oh. just sucking on that corn. And I forgot to mention because this freak is not credited or named, but there is a fucking gargoyle statue yes, on the corner right. of the house that is apparently another freak that just stands there all the time and like moves around when he people come by like, yeah but he doesn't get a name or a credit yeah, or anything but, uh, i thought that was in awesome the, in the universe of this movie a human being yeah he's like, <laughs> like, a, it's like a person yeah I don't know, how did he get like that? I don't know. <laughs> His parents had sex with a gargoyle, which is a statue. I don't know what's going on. He's yeah. just in Quasimodo's imagination. Right. Yeah. Um, all of these freaks, like, uh, they're so cool looking. Like, the designs are awesome. Yeah. Um, and I was just like, this is really cool. <laughs> they're, like, they're 90s nightmarish. Too, yeah, right? yeah. Like they, like, they do not. They, they, are, they are weird. Like, they're out of I don't know. I yeah. thought they, I liked them, their designs better than Belial. Like, I thought they looked yeah. more, like, creature-like. I guess mm-hmm. I don't know. They they, they are cra- they're exaggerated in a yeah. way that is that is bananas. They're just like do whatever you want with these designs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like we're no longer trying to like pretend that this movie has any basis in reality. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it loses kind of the grittiness and like because I feel like that that's something that the first one has 
Because it was so low budget and because of just the, the uh, you know, it looks like it was shot in 16 millimeter. Yeah. And like New York's grimy. Like they, it kind of anchors it in the real world in a way that I think is really effective. I think that this movie definitely loses that uh, and leans into a little bit more of the crazy. Yeah. I don't know if it's good or bad, but it, it's definitely different. And this one's like often called a horror comedy. Yeah. Right. Like, whereas the first one was just like a horror movie yeah. that had some funny moments. But yeah. this one's like straight up, it's a comedy. It's a horror comedy. Yeah, you know? yeah. So it's like, all right, all right. Um, There's still lots of gruesome deaths. <laughs> yeah. So after we meet all of the freaks, uh, we flash forward four years later to the same reporter from before approaching her office at Judge and Jury Newspaper, which is a great name for a newspaper. But the lettering on her office is made with like those uh, rub-on letters from Michaels and they're all like crooked. Like you can tell that somebody like put the vinyl applique on the door and was like, and they're all like, like it's it's completely. Our our department dropped the ball. Yeah, it was real bad. Uh, But yeah, I love the name. I want to start a magazine called Judge Judge and and Jury. Jury. Yeah. It's so funny. It's like it's just a comment on yeah. journalism. Yeah. Anyways. So they're telling her to, since uh, she failed to get that story four years ago, he's like, do a four-year reunion story and go find them. Or if not, just interview a bunch of people and make up some bullshit. Yeah. 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 The main thrust of this uh, whole movie is like this reporter trying to track down Dwayne and Belial. Yeah. And the funny thing about sending it, like, various people. We already know them. that they're at Grandma Ruth's house. And in this scene, the editor's like, I don't know, do something. They're like, we can offer a reward. Like, we got to get a story. We'll do it. And he's like, I know. Call up this lady, Ruth. <laughs> she she used to do, like, Dr. Freak. She used to deal with like, freaks like that all the time. Like, basically just gives her the lead immediately in the room. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Is this where that scene where she goes to the, like, freak? carnival thing not quite I, I, yeah it's like after this but it's funny because he says that he's gonna offer a reward and then at the end of the scene she's like well if i do end up finding them do i get the reward and he's like what reward <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you idiots yeah <laughs> yeah i don't think that uh the director and writer particularly likes reporters is Nobody vi- likes reporters. Is They're the all vibe, evil. Is the vibe I got from this Freaking movie. yellow journalism. <laughs> Hashtag fake news. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so, yeah, she go. there's this dude who I guess has been advertising that he has Belial in a circus yeah. mm-hmm. circus mm-hmm. exhibit. So she goes there to well, investigate. She, ca- she calls him, and he's in the middle of – it's like the, I guess it's late at night, and this dude's asleep in, like, his long johns mm-hmm. and has, like – Oh, yeah. <laughs> the most elongated wake-up routine. He's like, wah, wah. He's like, he's like kind of like this, just this hillbilly type dude. Yeah, yeah. He's like a Cletus the Slackjawed yokel type guy. And he's like, no, it's too late. Like, I don't want you to see him. He's like, yeah, I got Belial. Like, yeah, yeah, he's here. Uh, it's too late to come come by. And she's like, what if I give you $100? And then he goes, 100 smackaroos. And then... Oh, boy! And then, <laughs> and then says about 10 different variants. 100 smackarinis. Smackadoos. Yeah. He starts dancing around yeah. like... 100 like smackaroos! Yeah. For like two minutes. Yeah, yeah. It's very weird. It reminded me of Darkman's like, look at the dancing freak yeah. dance. Yeah. Like. Yeah. $100? And then, Damn, yeah, and, like as soon as he hangs up, can you imagine? As soon as he hangs up with the report of the doorbell rings, and he's like, "Oh, dang, she's here already!" A <laughs> hundred dollars, but it's Granny Ruth. A hundred clams. <laughs> yeah. Granny Ruth is pissed, and she wants to know why he's been advertising that he has Belial. Yeah, so. yeah. So and then, while she's like, "I want to see him," right. Oh. 
And he thinks that she's the reporter, right? That's yeah. the whole thing. That's yeah. why. Yeah, he, so he's like, "Where's my hundred dollars?" Yeah, that's why he even lets her in. Yeah, and then of course, Belial. It's just like the his version of Belial is just like a bunch of bones tied together. And yeah, like I love a, that scene when she's looking at it like, "Hmm, plaster of Paris, <laughs> chicken wire, paper mache." So, so yeah, yeah. Like in, the, in the back in the back of his his backyard, he basically has this whole side show, and like it's a whole tent, and like uh, it's like it's like a roadside attraction. There's no real freaks there. There's no real freaks. Like he's just kind of like put a bunch of stuff together. And uh, so you're kind of walking around like this museum, and then so like she's standing there, and he's like, "Yeah, what do you think?" And then she just like breaks down all of the items that yeah. he's made this thing with. And then she uh, is like, "I know where the real Belial is." <laughs> and she's, 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 like, she's like, "You, you, you owe him an apology." Yeah. <laughs> and so she Go brings say, in the basket, say you're sorry, and sets it down. <laughs> and then oh, she, she, so she's personally offended that he's it's hard to know that he's making freaks or that he's using fake freaks i think it's just all fake she, he's profiting off of yeah off of oh, yeah, yeah, yeah this idea about she freaks said, she said it's a uh it's a sideshow mentality yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um uh oh yeah one of the things that i love too is when but before she's still playing along He's like, well, isn't that a little big for Belial? And he's like, acromegaly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Emphasis on the meg. And he's like, what? He's like, acromegaly. It's, it's, uh, it means he got bigger after he died. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's just trying to explain it away yeah. with bullshit. Yeah. Uh, so, so she calls him trash or whatever. And then he's like, gets, gets offended by that. And he leaves the basket. She leaves the basket and walks out. And he's like, I'm not going to be fooled. I'm not trash. Who she's calling trash? I won't be fooled. As he just keeps walking closer and closer to this basket. He's like, it's going to be empty. I know it's empty. Like, I'm not like a, I'm not stupid. I'm not stupid. And then he <laughs> opens it up. And sure enough. Mm-hmm. Belial. Belial attack. <laughs> yep. And by the time the reporter gets there, she finds that the guy's dead. Somehow Belial yeah. carried the body into the mermaid tank. Yeah. <laughs> Which I guess he can do now. He's got bigger arms. Yeah, he's now got like a Michael Myers like mentality. Where he's like, I gotta leave the body in a funny way. Like, <laughs> it's my calling card. It's my shtick. Yeah. So um, it has to be a delightfully ironic way. There's yeah. a scene where some creepy bar owner is harassing Susan, the granddaughter, and he's like, "What? You think you're too good for me? Like, when he, it's so stupid. It's like toxic masculinity. About, yeah. Like, he's like, "What? You and your grandma need all that food? Like, how can you never come out? How can you never come to my bar? Why won't you have sex with me? You know, he's yeah. just like, you're my a bitch. Fa- like, my favorite thing that he says to her, like, he starts out nice, and then like, and then he gets really, really aggressive, and then as she's walking away, he's like, "Come in, I'll make you a margarita. I'll put an umbrella in it. I'll bake you a salad." <laughs> yeah. He said that. Yeah. I wasn't even paying yeah. attention. He says, "I'll then. bake you a salad," and it's like, "What the fuck?" And he's yeah. like, "I'll bake you a salad. I'll put cherries in it." Like, <laughs> yeah. Also, roofies. Like, yeah. yeah, it's like things. I'm not coming into your establishment because you. It sounds like you have a horrible menu. Yeah. Very weird. A hot cherry salad. <laughs> um, and then we get like 30 minutes of flashbacks from the first movie. Pretty much. They like show the entire backstory of Dwayne and Belial again. Yep, in case uh, you didn't see. Yeah. It's kind of like, uh, I think we watched that Silent Night, Deadly Night 2 that was oh, like 30, oh, like 40% that... just like clips from the first yeah, movie. Yeah. When that flashback happened, I was like, oh man, this reminds me of that movie. Yeah. yeah. And then again, and, uh, Dwayne looks nothing like, like he looks old yeah yeah uh, yeah and Belial looks completely different but these flashbacks they look you know it, it, well also it's flashing back to the kid kid one yeah. So, yeah so it's a little bit different but like. yeah and then uh i don't the next thing that i remembered was this talk between Dwayne and Belial. 
in the in the yes. garden shed. That was so creepy. yeah. Like Dwayne, Dwayne's kind of torn because he's in this house of freaks, and he's like, "Well, I'm not a freak. Like I don't like I'm normal now," which is kind of a hard transition. Of like they've been separated for a long time, and they conceivably came up with the plan together to kill all the doctors. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what changed after he fell out the window. Now he just wants to love. Well, Stephen also, Belial and... tried to kill him. Like right. he yeah. actually did, you know. Like and th- things were not great when they had that accident. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Dwayne's like telling Belial how he's like uh, you, you know, because Belial has been, I guess like with Eve or whatever, like they're dating or some shit. Yeah. So he's like, you have someone that you love now, so you can be here and then I can go somewhere as, else and be normal. As he walks up to be like, Hey, Hey buddy, I need to talk to you. They're holding hands. <laughs> yeah. And Eve, Eve has a, a human hand with pink painted. Yeah. She has, yeah. <laughs> she, her hand looks very normal so that you can tell she's a woman, not like Belial's hands. Right. Right. Yeah. Which now have fingernails. Nah, he had fingernails before. Yeah, More were, distinct fingernails. Yeah, they were like claws or something. But anyway, so then Dwayne's like basically explaining how he's in love with Susan, who's Granny Ruth's granddaughter. And he's like, oh, and I want to leave here with her and I'll be able to begin my life anew and, you know, like not be a, a freak and blah, blah, blah. And Belial like just starts busting up laughing in his face like it's so yeah. mean he's just like this awesome. yeah. yeah this is the one scene where they actually put the uh actor who plays Dwayne. uh yeah they put him in a whole like belial uh. costume so it's actually his face in there wow that's why it looks i don't know if you noticed but it looks more like him in yeah. that scene and he's actually like laughing it's real creepy looking. it's it's terrifying and then he laughs for a really long time it's yeah. mean yeah and then and then the movie kind of forgets that scene never happened <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's back to the reporter. Yeah. <laughs> and they, uh... The reporter's at the house. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, the reporter has recruited this, like, camera guy. <laughs> yeah. He's already. Yeah. So basically, like... Photographer. Oh, yeah. Photographer. Yeah. 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 There was a scene There was a scene earlier where the reporter comes to the house and realizes Dwayne's there. Like, whatever. Yeah. So now we get to this, like, more interesting scene, <laughs> I think, where... <laughs> well, where actually, she's... I did like, though, when Dwayne was seen by the reporter. They oh, pretend yeah. his name was Michael or whatever, and then <laughs> yeah. he leaves. And as soon as the reporter leaves, Dwayne's like... Did she recognize me? I don't know. Do you think she recognized me? Did she recognize me? Did you see my face? Did she recognize me? Did she recognize me? He literally says, did she recognize me? 11 times. She would have said something. She didn't say something. I don't think she did. But did she recognize me? (laughs) And Grandma was like, she absolutely did. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad that Grandma Ruth is like no dummy (laughs) compared to Dwayne. She's like, she totally recognized you. She started acting all weird. Like, it was so obvious. So, so she, yeah, yeah. So she comes back with her photographer for a uh, photographer friend and uh, tells him to go in first and just like get a photo of Belial. Well, I think that the thing that happens first is before any of that is that uh, uh, Dwayne decides like he's like he's like well I, I can leave we'll leave and then she's like no they're gonna come here and then they'll find the other freaks and then he's like no I'll stay and I'll fight. Oh right, and then and then and then grandma. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like so, then they go. So like now they said, okay, now like it's us versus the reporter. She's like, it'll be like the good old days. Yeah. And I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? And then, and then so they head to the danger room. I mean the basement. And they so they they, they go and there's like a secret lever that, that, was... they, that takes them to the secret elevator. And Grandma Roots in like a a uh... they're doing like a fraternity. Yeah, ceremony. yeah. She's in, like she's like, like a, in a graduation like, robe. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, but it looks like she's like it's like a religious thing yeah. yeah it's very weird uh and then she goes into the basement with all the freaks and then 
overacts her fucking yeah. brain out in terms of this speech of like they're coming to take our shit and we're not gonna let them. We're gonna stay here and fight. <laughs> yeah, and they're all like. Rah! And so that whole thing happens, and she's like, yeah, so what's going to happen is someone, she or someone she knows is going to try to get into the house. I say we let them. <laughs> right, that's right. Yeah, that's right. and then it cuts to, like, go, hey, Artie, go inside. Yes. Um, by the way, there's been, already been a couple times where Dwayne's tried to convince Susan to run away, and she's like, no, no, we belong here. Like, I want to stay here. I belong here with all these freaks. And he's like, no, no, we don't belong here. And she's like, yes, I do, and he doesn't listen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's important to know. Uh, so yeah, Artie comes in and uh, goes well, to the basement. Well, what she says is or the attic. What rather. she says first attic, is like, is yeah. like, "Hey, don't go in the house. All you need to do is get a photo of Dwayne. Get one photo of Dwayne, then I can get us back in there and like, don't do anything stupid." And he's like, "I got you, baby." <laughs> he's another toxic. <laughs> I'm good. Like, at like, this. like he was, he was super creepy and yeah, awful. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so he gets in, and then what happens is Grandma Ruth and uh, and Susan leave because they're like they're trying to bait him in, and then Dwayne's having this long fake conversation, <laughs> like like I guess just knowing that he's gonna be there. Yeah, he's upstairs in the <laughs> attic right now. Yeah, yeah. he's not feeling very good, so I doubt he'll be very strong. Yeah, on the phone. This is a fake on the phone. Yeah, it's a fake phone conversation <laughs> yeah. with this and the reporter. And the reporter could just take in the photo, like like what, what the reporters write. Like they're, we're not gonna tell the editor this story could make our our entire career. Yeah, like we're like, gonna go beyond. Uh, judge and jury and go to people magazine (laughs) this is people magazine money uh and so he could have just snapped the photo and got out of there but art is greedy and in a horror movie you know what that gets what that gets you yeah gets you up in the attic he goes up to the attic and it's like really dark and he hears something and snaps a photo this scene is weirdly cool i I guess how it's done yeah very cool he snaps a photo and he's like sees all the freaks standing there for a split second and he's like, um, huh? What? <laughs> he takes another photo and they're like, close to her. Yeah, they keep, then, he keeps putting the flash and each time and they're closer, closer. And then instead of running, yeah, <laughs> he's just sitting there like, ah! <laughs> just taking a bunch of photos. Yeah, and then once he drops the camera, one of the freaks picks up the yeah. camera yeah. and starts taking it so that you can have this awesome scene where... Strobe light like murder. Strobe, yeah, yeah. strobe flashing thing. Also, I love that like... Belial's like the strong man in this group. Like no yeah. one else, no one else does any murdering or anything. Yeah, no one's really that murderous. They just kind of stand around and scare the yeah, other people. Belial and Belial does like all a, the murdering. He has a bloodlust or something. Yeah, <laughs> well, he always has. He's, so. already crossed, yeah. he's already crossed that threshold. That's true. I think that the thing that's, that bothered me most about this movie, if the main gripe I have with this movie is that Belial in the first one could kill dudes instantaneously, rip their faces off, and like, and this in this movie. He it takes some effort. Like, well, the first movie there was his death scene, murder scenes were really long too. That's what Elis was saying. Like it's just yeah. like he's touching their face. Yeah, yeah. It's not like he ripped them off in one second. He did kill them quicker. Yeah, I don't know yeah. about that. It takes him. A, it takes him a long time to kill. I think it's. A, I think movie. it's about the same. Honestly, those scenes in the first movie were long. Where it's just like him on their face going, ah. yeah. It's like the same thing. <laughs> so, uh, but Marcy escapes. She she's like, oh, he's dead. I'm leaving. Bye. Yeah. And then she enlists like another reporter to help her. Private right? detective. Private oh, yeah. detective. Okay. Private like, detective. Phil. That, that the editor suggested to her earlier in the movie. Yeah. And so this guy sets up a meeting with Dwayne at a bar. This is my favorite scene. Yeah. <laughs> 
I love Dwayne in this movie too. He's like being really weird this entire movie. He's he doesn't know what he like. like at one point, he wants to be normal, and then he's acting like a crazy person. Yeah, he's, but he's like really like he seems way more psychotic in this movie yeah. than, oh, yeah. than the last Ooh, one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's like he's like mastermind behind all these like traps that they're setting right. up and stuff. It's it's kind of cool. I, I thought he did a great job in this movie. Yeah, like he's doubting. Like it seems like he doesn't want to do it for right up until the reporter comes and he's like, "Well, then we're gonna have to stay and fight." And then yeah. like he's all in at that point. Like <laughs> no regrets, nothing. Yeah. So they. Uh, the, the private eye guy comes in to this bar and meets yeah. up with Dwayne and Dwayne's like, I bought you a beer. And yeah. they're like, you know, being all normal. Uh, and he's talking about how like, you know, we're just two normal guys. Like you can be normal. We can get yeah. you out of here. And, and he, he, he was trying to talk about Belial as being normal too. Like, yeah. like, you know, we can save him. Did I say he was a freak? I didn't say he was a freak. Yeah. And then like when you walk in, everything looks normal. It's like people, right? Yeah. Um, and then all of a sudden Dwayne's like, well, do you think that, um, you know, we would be normal in a place where there's more freaks or uh-huh. something? Like, why don't we take a poll in this in this bar and see what people think if we're the normal ones? And <laughs> there's this amazing scene where he's like, okay, the PI's like, okay, fine, whatever. And then it's like, everyone's turned around and all of a sudden, like, all the people there are freaks. And they, yeah. all, and they all have this weird, like, just like the fakest looking <laughs> like, human like, mask. Like flesh-colored mannequin <laughs> yeah. masks. That do not cover up their crazy, bulky face or anything like that. So it's like, why bother? <laughs> but the fact that and he that... walked in and thought they were all people. <laughs> and they hey, clearly... hey, hey. They are okay, people. Okay, yeah, yeah. But like, you know, normal people? No. <laughs> How dare you? God. We get a Non-deformed we, people. We get a, we get a, a, unique individuals. Unique. Yes. There you go. Uh, and we get a shot, just like... Everything in this movie, because I think they had so much work in putting this prosthetics. There's lots of shots where it's just cutting to every unique yeah. individual. Yeah. And so we get to see all of them take off their masks and like close ups. Every single one of them. It's so funny. Because <laughs> it's just like, it's so absurd the fact that. Like, cut, mask removal. The, cut, yeah. mask removal. <laughs> cut, so then Dwayne's like, we're going to take a poll. All right. So who here thinks that me and Mr. Uh, uh, what's your name again? And the guy goes, what the hell is going on here? He's like, yeah. all right, who here thinks me and Mr. What the hell is going on here are the normal ones? Raise your hand. It's like, oh, God. I like the P.I.'s reaction. He's like, oh, fuck this. And he's like, pulls out a gun. He's yeah. like, this is not happening to and me. He's, and he's like, I don't want to hurt anybody. Yeah. I don't want to hurt anybody. Just let me leave. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this scene is really great. Uh, it's hilarious with the mask reveals. And then Dwayne is just being like full psychopath in yeah. this one. And uh, for some reason, the, instead of shooting people, the P.I. tries to s- go in the back closet or something. And yeah, he, he tries to go out the back door, door. And there turns out uh, he gets a face full of Belial. Belial's there, and he dies. Yeah. <laughs> P.I. guy, dead. Oh, he gets, like half a... his, he gets half his face ripped off. It's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. He has, like, exposed to, like, like skull. And there's a cool shot, too, where he, like, he does fire his gun, and you see the freaks on the other side of the door, and the bullet holes come, like, poof, Yeah, yeah. And they're like, and the, light, the light's, like, shooting through. It's a cool, cool shot there. So, to wrap it up, they're like, we gotta go kill that reporter, Marcy, who lives in Flushing, and yeah. Grandma Roos, like, ugh, figures. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn. Uh, and we get a prolonged hair-drying and cigarette-smoking scene. Was the hair-drying prolonged, though? She would like turn it on for like two yeah, seconds that, and then it was like, I'm that, done. That's, that's what I mean. Like she <laughs> she went she would turn it on, like start blow drying her hair, then stop and then return to I it. I was like, your hair's not dry yet. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going a bit. Yeah. Also, yeah, ashtray in the bathroom. Ugh. Which is 
I like this, though. She was freaking out. Like, someone calls her twice and just hangs up. Yeah. And she's like, what's happening? Uh. Yeah, she knows that, that the private eye guy... And, like, I, the private eye guy, even how he gets Dwayne to come out to the bar is, like, he seems like a professional. Like, he, like, you seem like... He seems like he's in complete control of that situation. Yeah. And, like, not somebody that, you, that you'd fuck with. So, right. like, she's... Her being worried that she's not hearing from him, it's like, you can tell that, like, that's not the type of guy who doesn't check in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so she knows something has gone wrong. And uh, she comes back and sees that someone has broken into her window. That's correct. And then turns around and Dwayne's in her apartment. Yep. <laughs> and then we get another reveal where we get a shot of every single freak being in the apartment. <laughs> and I love Dwayne in this. And she's like, he's like, ah, oh, what? Like, my brother really wants to meet you. She's like, I don't want to do an interview right now. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, that's just so unprofessional. Like, where, where could he be? Oh, he's not in. The- yeah. She, she, because she yeah. opens the basket. And he's like, not in there. And he's like, oh, I already let him out, but yeah. I don't know where he went. Yeah. And they're, so they're playing this. Whole he's thing. Just, like so great in this movie. Yeah. Just- yeah, yeah. And like, I was like, ah, oh, like, where could he be? Like, he wants to see you. These are all my friends and blah blah blah. Yeah. And like, and so it's just like there's all this tension building. To like, oh, where's he gonna be? Like, what's gonna be this clever way? And then she just has another wicker basket. <laughs> <laughs> she has like a, a wicker ottoman basket yeah, but thing. He yeah, go, he gets to go. What's in the basket? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why does she go looking? <laughs> because all the other freaks are around her. She has nowhere to go. Oh, yeah. She has a knife out. But like, I just love the idea that this whole scene is building to like. It's almost like it's almost genius in terms of what a letdown and what like like. It's just so great of, oh, where's he going to be? Oh, another basket. <laughs> he just loves Wicker like, Basket. It's like it's a metaphor for sequels. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no, they didn't give him, like, an upgraded basket this movie. Well, they did give, no, they did have, like, in the beginning of the movie, they're like, oh, like, I heard that she, that she, that she liked to sleep in baskets. Will this do? And it's the exact same basket. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I love the idea of uh, Susie having to go to the uh, wicker store to get yeah. a, to get a, like, how'd you have, like, a, a basket with a clasp <laughs> on it? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so Marcy meets her untimely end. This was great. Like, so she, she this was cool. I wish she had done this to everybody. Yeah, you honestly, think, you think that like she's gonna fight him off a little bit, but she drops the knife real quick. Yeah, and then like falls to the ground, and then it's over, and you see everyone looking like all the freaks staring over her along with Dwayne, and he's like, Dwayne's like, Gosh, Marcy, you should really look at yourself. Mm-hmm. You're one of us now, and then it like shows what she looks like, and her face is like twisted. Yeah, upwards. he like pulled. He, it's like, real yeah. gross. Yeah. But she's like still kind of alive or something. Yeah. Oh man, I thought that was so cool and creepy. Like, well, and then the it he cuts. To, and then it cuts to them like all celebrating at a table afterwards. And I thought that she was going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought that she was going to actually join like them, but no, yeah. she did. Yeah. Of her injuries. We get um, to the fun corn cobs. <laughs> wait, wait. Before we leave Marcy forever, I have like a weird uh, deep dive on Uh-oh. this because. Uh, you know I love The Greatest Showman, and mm-hmm. that movie also has a bunch of freaks, right? Yeah. And uh, P.T. Barnum's real-life early career was actually kind of like that uh, creepy guy with the fake freaks, yeah. right? He did a lot of that kind of stuff. Um, but this actress, Marcy, uh, Catherine Maisel, 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 yeah. she actually plays uh, Charity Barnum's mom in The Greatest Showman. So she oh. plays Michelle Williams' mom. Oh, nice. So this lady just hates freaks. Yeah. Is, <laughs> Yeah, she really hates them. She once was one herself. Yeah. Uh-huh. So That's 20 really years cool. later, she was like, I got to be in another movie where I'm discriminating against uh, <laughs> deformed people. So, <laughs> Oh, that's great. Um, yeah, then we get this like fun celebration scene. Ch- chili, chili cook-off at the Xavier Mansion. <laughs> <laughs> chili where, con yeah, carnival. Where Aunt Ruth is like, or Granny Ruth is like... <laughs> 
how many hot dogs have you had? Is that your yeah. fourth? Yeah, yeah, the whole time she's like, there's enough food. Everybody, please eat. It's just Did like, you so, get your soda? It's just yeah. ADR. Like, the only dialogue, because they can't talk, it's just them making eating noises and shoving things yeah. in their various holes. It's and so she's like, did you get enough? Have some more. Like, everybody have a good time. Like, yeah. It's really off-putting. It's like the strange. celebration after your soccer team won. Yeah. Like, little league thing. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah we, were, we killed those journalists. <laughs> yeah, woo! A frog boy eats, like, fish out of a yeah. fish bowl or yeah. something so like weird. that. And I'm like, just because he's a frog, he has to, like, eat different food. And he's still the, part e- boy. Even the gargoyle. Yeah, is <laughs> in the party. Oh, speaking of frog boys, should we uh, dive uh, well, into First, our- I need to tell, like, an old family legend of mine. <laughs> <laughs> so my <laughs> family's from Puerto Rico. And uh, back in the day, I guess my grandmother, my abuelo, lived there. And when somebody would have a baby, like, all the women in the small village would come and help with the birth and, you know, whatnot. Typical small village stuff. So apparently one time, and my grandma told this story for my entire life, as long as I remember. She's been telling this weird story. So um, one time they all went and a woman gave birth to a frog, supposedly. Okay. <laughs> and this story is like so well known what? in my family because this lady, <laughs> it's like the woman who gave birth to a frog and it was like a frog baby. <laughs> Apparently it was like green in tint and deformed. And really it was probably just like a deformed baby. Aww, but this legend like lived sad. on forever. Okay. And so when I saw Frog Boy, I was like, oh my God, it's the boy that turned into a frog. I gotta tell my dad. Oh my god! So um, I'm assuming he was from Puerto Rico. Uh, <laughs> he lived, after all. Uh, anyways, and then that child one star was not a costume. Yeah, yeah. Child star chicken for some reason tadpole chicken. The actor that played Frog Boy, even though he's pretty much the same size as everybody else, they actually got a ten year old boy to be Frog Boy. Yeah, what? And that ten year old boy is Tom Franco, who is the middle brother of James and Dave. Franco. What? <laughs> what? That's James crazy. is the oldest, so he was already starting and acting, and I guess Tom was kind of like, all right, I'll see if I, you know, feel like doing this. And so he, what basket case was his first role? He played Frog Boy, the only child actor, even though everybody else was an adult. <laughs> That is weird. 10 years old. That's bananas. Yeah. And um, I didn't even know there was another Franco. Yeah, there's a middle Franco. And then I think he did parts in two other movies. And then one day he took a ceramics class. And both of their parents are artists, fine artists. Yeah. Uh, He took a ceramics class and fell so in love. He was like, I don't want to act. And so he became like a famous ceramic ceramic artist out of ceramicist i don't know whatever he he does ceramic art sculptor right sculptor yeah and he has he has a he has a whole like i don't know a great ceramicist (laughs) he has a whole um like art collective in san francisco and he's like a well-known modern artist i guess and he's the one that like when James Franco goes crazy and does those weird art exhibits he does it like together with him Uh and um since then, he uh, has been in Spring Breakers and Disaster Artists and like bit parts or whatever. And and he just he's the other Franco. He takes uh, pleasure in being the cool, chill one that's not famous. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. that's crazy. But he was in Basket Case that's, too. That's nuts, Frog Boy. It was so funny because when I saw in the credits, I was like, "Oh, Tom Franco, ha ha." I wonder if he's related to James Franco. And then I'm like, "Holy shit!" Like when I looked it up, <laughs> and he was actually a kid. Yeah, <laughs> that's bananas. Yeah. So As there I you go. Before. That is your child star <laughs> check-in for Basket Case 2. Frog boy. That's nuts. <laughs> so 
as everyone's celebrating, Susan's like, ah, oh, you know, but I'm worried about Dwayne. And Grandma Ruth's like, yeah, me too. She's like, okay, well, I'm going to go put on a sweater. <laughs> and, Bye. And so she goes upstairs, and then Dwayne is in her room, and she's kind of freaked out by this. If you didn't think this movie could get any crazier, yeah. you would be wrong. You would be wrong. Yeah, if you thought it was uh, over... Nope. nope. Saving and the so, best for last. And so so his she's like, Dwayne, what are you doing? And he goes, I couldn't sleep, which is like, everybody's awake at a party. <laughs> you fucking crazy. Uh and then at the same time, uh Belial's been left with Eve. Oh yeah. Uh, so he's got they, some they were like, time. Time. So, 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 so we could rest up time. after all that killing. Well, yeah, and they wanted them to be alone for, yeah. for uh-huh. once. Uh-huh. Oh god. <laughs> even getting close to talking about this I'm like, <laughs> uh, okay, like <laughs> so gross uh yeah, so Dwayne is like trying to put the moves on Susan, like I love you, like yeah. we can go be normal, uh, we're the same, or and whatever. And she keeps saying the same thing she's been saying the entire time because she's a human person with agency. Yeah. I don't want to do that. I want to stay here. Yeah, because yeah, I belong here. I'm like everyone else here. Yeah, but she's like, he's like, okay, yeah, whatever, and they start making out, and then she's like, oh wait, I gotta tell you something. Well, yeah, but I, I was going to say, like, at the same time, you're seeing, we finally get to see fully oh, yeah. what Eve is. Yeah. And it basically looks like her face, right? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. I thought where this was going. Me too. I, I, that's, thought, yeah. I thought that it was like she also she, had had a Belial. Right. That's what, that's what I think they're yeah. trying to set you up for you to think Because no, Eve has pretty much like a full woman face, yeah. but her body's like similar to Belial, except that she has like legs too, sticking yeah, out, yeah. like little feet. So you're thinking, oh, they're also she's also a yeah, Siamese because like, like they're both getting amorous, and it's like, oh, it's a psychic connection here. That's yeah. what's happening. And and she's like, yeah. So they're on the bed, like she's like, I just need to tell you, I've I've been with only one man. Or I've been with a man before, and he's yeah. like, dude, I don't I don't care. And he's it's like, it doesn't 90s. matter. And she's yeah. like, but it it made me learn something about myself. And he's like, it doesn't matter, whatever it is, I yeah. don't care. And she's like, well, I'm pregnant. <laughs> and he's like, what? And he's like, yeah, I've been pregnant for six years. <laughs> he just doesn't want to come out. And he's like, huh? <laughs> like any man would be like, yeah. wait, what? <laughs> She's like, we tried to take it out, but it wouldn't come out. So he's we just, just left it ready. in there. Yeah. And, then, and then a sandworm comes out of her tummy. <laughs> yep. And it's like, <laughs> it's like a puppet hand with uh, teeth and crazy. It looks like the um, uh, the thing from Empire Strikes Back yeah, that the Millennium yeah, yeah. Falcon gets stuck into. Uh, and he's like, she's like, oh, look, here he is. <laughs> and Dwayne is like freaking the fuck out. Like, Even no, though no. she told him the entire time that she was a freak, Dwayne is, has lived this life and he still judges and, this yeah. girl. And, and he just Dwayne, wants to be normal. And Dwayne was doubting wanting to be normal. Yeah. That, that, that was his first half of this movie after he gets out. Then decides, fuck it. I'm a freak. I'm going to stay here and fight. I'm one of them. Yeah. Then, then he's like, no, we can be normal. Then we can be normal. <laughs> And then freaks the fuck out. Yeah. Oh, at you're her. a freak. Now I don't want to. And she's even like, "Don't do this to me." Like that. She's like yeah. devastated that he's rejecting her. Yeah. You know, like which is sad. Like so, so they get in a tussle, and how they how this starts cutting back and forth between <laughs> between intera- Dwayne's interaction with Susan and and her Belial, tummy and Belial and Eve's straight up hardcore. <laughs> they are going they are, at it. Are, like they they're fucking. Yeah. He like mounts her from behind, yeah, and they're, they're, uh, so apparently he does have a dig. I don't know. <laughs> and, and like, there's there's all these. I shots was watching of, yeah. like the hands caressing and grabbing like different lumps yeah. and like 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 <laughs> yeah. nodules like it's on so the. Like, it's like, and then part of me was like, I bet you 
I, I, it's not a direct relation, but A, I bet you Guillermo del Toro loves this scene. <laughs> and B, like, like it's kind of what he did in Shape of Water. It's yeah. Like they, yeah. They just go for it. It's like, yeah, like, they're, like, they're, but it's, like, and it's, and it's also, like, the sound is just porno shit. Yeah, I was, yeah. like, I was watching it alone in my apartment, and I'm like, I'm gonna turn this <laughs> down. It's like a character that's never really made human-like yeah. noises is all of a sudden, like, making human sex noises yeah. that are recorded from a and porn. It's, yeah, it's intense. So yeah. I was like, whoa, okay. And so, Volume and down. so it keeps cutting back to them like lump fucking, <laughs> and then and then Dwayne and Susan like fighting, and then he's like, "Don't do this! Don't do this!" Uh, and, and he's like, "Get away from me!" And she's yeah. like, "You know, she's just trying to be like, don't reject me yeah, for like, this. Hey, this like, is, this yeah. Is yeah, I tried to t- I tried to tell you, and he's even like, she warned me or whatever, but yeah." And she's like, "I did," and then uh, he pushes her out the window. Yeah, but not before <laughs> not before it cuts to back to the party, and Granny Ruth is like. Where's Susan? <laughs> <laughs> and then she comes and crashing out the window. window. Right and, onto the picnic table. Yeah. And we've established, too, that all these freaks, like, love Susan. Yeah, she's yeah. been taking care of them, she and she yeah. treats them like right. she's tor- like they're yeah. totally normal. So, yeah. Yeah, so, so they're all sad. Although she doesn't break the table, and they survived a way worse fall yeah. earlier yeah. in this movie. Like, she's just, like, instantly dead. And then they're like, go find who did this. Yeah, go find Dwayne. <laughs> and then, like, this we get a whole thing of freak hide and seek. In, yeah. Uh... <laughs> Benny Hill starts playing. And then, so then Dwayne is acting real crazy. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. This is where. Yeah, he, he, he breaks. You could see he's having a psychotic yeah, this break. This is where he starts to be like, yeah, she she told me she was a freak. She, yeah. She warned me. I, I knew. I should have known. I, I, he's, like, so, talking to himself. So then he rips off his shirt and grabs a baseball bat. Like, and, all fragile. Well, he, like. <laughs> he like runs into that doll room and yeah. starts rummaging around in the toy chest and he's like aha and he's it's like, a baseball I know how bat to fix this. I'm like why wouldn't you go like to the kitchen or the garage where you could actually get like sure. a weapon yeah. but anyway and he goes up to interrupt the coitus <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh and he's like hey Belial boom bats him on the head yeah and uh runs back into the toy room where he gets a child's knitting set uh, yeah, but like an oversized child. Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> with a like large giant yarn. I think you know, mean like, a giant's knitting set. Yeah. <laughs> the needle was like, like the nice as long as his arm. Yeah, well, that's like <laughs> that's how uh, knitting is. The bigger the needle, like the more yeah. novice it is. Um, so, yeah, he, he goes he, where you think this he is going. He decides that like the only way to fix this is to put them back together. Yeah, uh, and he really grossly uh It's a really violent sewing scene. It's gross. And yeah. Belial's like pissed and not yeah. down. Yeah. He's and he's freaking out and there's spraying blood all over the dolls. Yeah. Uh and then uh Granny Ruth and the freaks come up and they find him uh now they're reattached completely. It looks like uh-huh. it looks like their skin has come back together. Yeah. <laughs> and Dwayne is just laughing and then it like fades. He's just like, We're together now. Yeah, and it fades to black on him his like insane laughter as the credits start rolling. Yeah. And I was like, Whoa, that's <laughs> that is a fucked up ending yeah. for this movie. It's messed up. <laughs> but like, you know, he didn't uh like cut his skin and Belial's skin before doing the sewing. So really, have to all you have to do is get like a um, a seam ripper, <laughs> rip yeah. out the the yeah. yarn, and be like, all right, they're fine now. Just put some band aids on those holes, well, you know. And also, like <laughs> Belial could have just killed him. Yeah, yeah. well, he was knocked out. Yeah, that's kinda. true. That's true. I don't know. It was pretty crazy. Yeah, it looked really cool too at the end. But it was a crazy ending. It's, it's just, definitely like one of those things that probably like it's like a shocking. Image you always like after the first movie, if you sat around thinking about it, you'd be like, oh, like a cool thing would be reattaching them, you know? Like, and yeah. so then he goes through with it. 
Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's the end of the movie. So, how many baked salads <laughs> <laughs> would you give Basket Case to? I would. I'm gonna give Basket Case to uh, seven. Ooh. Seven baked salads with, a, a, lot of with sal- a cherry that's a, on top. That's a lot of, that's a lot of hot cherries. <laughs> Um, because I had a lot of fun with this one. I think I liked it. Uh, I think I liked it just about as much as the first one, but I want to give this like one more point because uh-huh. of all the crazy prosthetics and effects and stuff in this movie. Yeah. Uh, just that I was not expecting and thought that was really awesome. Um, and I love that, like, you know, there's a deeper conversation again about this movie to have between like, you know, judging someone as a freak or what's normal yeah. and yeah and they kind of dive into that in this movie too and i like that it was you know not just a not just there for the gore and horror there's also right. like something to say yeah, about it's crazy society how they that, keep doing that it's like this insane movie but yeah. then you're like oh yeah, yeah. Well, like some, I, good, yeah. some good points in there yeah, about yeah. like uh you know accepting people. people yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. So uh, yeah, I had a, I had a lot of fun with this one. I was not expecting it to be any good and I was like wow this is great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give it uh six baked salads which is what i gave basket case one because uh i did think this one was really fun and like so that would like be an up point for me but then it kind of like just evens out because i still like did not like the new design of belial like i don't know i thought everybody else was great but i just really hated like how belial looked i don't know what it is and i think might be i guess maybe because it was more animatronic it looked more stilted to me he, i don't know he looked drastically different yeah i just really yeah, i didn't mind that i just thought it looked i cool. didn't <laughs> he looked like a plasticky whereas before he looked more like real skin like i don't know i i think but i thought all the other uh unique individuals were great uh so so yeah same six I'm going to give it a six as well. It's the same thing I gave Vasquez one. I think I might have had more fun watching this movie. I <laughs> really love how it kind of went for it. The inconsistencies with Dwayne kind of like weird. Like, I'm just like, what the fuck do you want, dude? Yeah. Like I, that, that, that kind of got in the way of my enjoyment of it, I guess. But I love how crazy it is. And there was multiple times where I was just like, what is <laughs> happening? Yeah. And like, and there, there is a moment where like it's aware of itself, and like there's something. I, I think it's it's kind of similar to you know Evil Dead and Evil Dead Two, where like there's funny parts of Evil Dead, but Evil Dead Two is really a horror comedy in a way. And it's it's that self awareness that kind mm-hmm. of makes it great. And I think that there's a little bit of that here of kind of owning up of like kind of embracing some of the stuff that could have possibly been accidentally funny in the first one, and kind of getting into it. And I think a line that kind of shows that is when. She sees when the reporter sees Dwayne at the house, you know, for the first time. She's going back to Artie. He's like, "Oh, was the brother there?" And he's like, "No, but you know, it was a big fucking whisker, wicker basket." It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, like a big fucking wicker basket. Like what? you know what that means. And I think that that is sounds like, like we that, have a basket case yeah. on our hands. <laughs> <laughs> it's something that that made that made it so enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah, this is a fun one. Um, so what's up next? Up next, uh, we have. Basket Case 3, The Progeny. The progeny. <laughs> so, How many years later? Uh, this is uh, 1991. So oh. So directly quick. afterwards. Yeah, very quick afterwards. Um, and if we uh, can say anything about the title, uh, based on the events of this film, <laughs> there must be some... There's a reason it came out probably must nine, be some nine months later. Belial babies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
I'm guessing there's Belial babies. For sure. I, I gotta say, I sort of, weirdly, I didn't think that it would get to this point after the first one, but I'm kind of done with Dwayne. Like, I wouldn't mind if yeah. Dwayne exits and dies oh. from his knitting needle injuries and we just kind of move <laughs> on with Belial and maybe some of these I other I thought characters. he was good in this movie. I liked I liked what he was doing. So I'm, I'm interested to see how they work him back in and... Yeah, I wonder, if, I wonder if they're just immediately separated again. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at least this one ended with them alive and together so they could, like, continue that story right away yeah. if they want, uh, figuring that shit out. Like, I'm sure Belial does not want to be in that situation yeah. anymore. I, for He's e- found love. With Eve, I, I was like, oh, gross. Why does she have, like, these gross feet? And then I'm like, oh, she has feet so that they can imply that she's got a vag. For <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so apparently she's also going to have a uterus and, uh, you know, whatever else is necessary to make a baby. Uh, yep. It's going to be gross. That means Belial not only has a dick, but he somewhat also has balls in there. Somewhere. Yeah, he's, it's going to be gross, fertile. you guys. It's going to be yeah. gross. Uh, I have a feeling. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, it's just going to start with a live birth scene. Uh, <laughs> it might. Yeah. It might. Oh, that's going to be so gross. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's the last of the basket cases. But we're going to be talking about that next week. Um, in the meantime, Eliz, where can people uh, keep in touch with us? Yeah, so we're close to finishing Basket Case, so please email us your ideas for future franchises uh, and any other questions you might have. SequelRights at gmail.com and check us out on social media, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at SequelRights. And please rate and review us on iTunes. Leave us your best recipes for baked salads <laughs> and uh, give us your insights on sideshow mentalities. Yes, and uh, I'd like to thank my brother for the music at the top of the show. It's always great every time I press play. Yeah. Bringing us into the episode. I agree. (laughs) My brother. Your brother. My detached (laughs) brother. (laughs) We need to be together again. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Well, uh, you know what? We'll see you guys next week for Basket Case 3, The Progeny. Bye.